You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is Play, Teach, Talk, episode 22, Stages of Play. I'm going to go over the stages of play that children typically go through as they're learning language and interacting with toys and people in their environment. And we can talk a little bit more about how language is connected to where children are in their stages of play. As I'm talking about these stages, think about what you see your child doing mostly when they're engaged in play. So the first way children play with toys is in a way that we call exploratory play. So the first ways that kids interact with toys is basically kind of a science experiment of what what are the properties of this toy? So the child will pick it up, they'll shake it, they'll bang it, they'll um, bang the toys together, holding, holding one toy in each hand and bang those together. They like to throw or they'll maybe scatter the toys uh, across a, the floor, across their tray. Um, and so, or they'll mouth toys. And that's just all ways of learning about the toys themselves. In exploratory play is also included what we call cause and effect. So cause and effect is an early way that babies and early toddlers use to learn when I do one thing, something happens. In toys, what that can be is um, if I knock down a tower, all the blocks go flying. And I like to scatter toys because that's where I am with playing. So that's interesting and fun for me. Uh, Another cause and effect is when the baby makes a sound or says a word that the adult in the room responds to that and either pays attention to them or praises them or claps for them. That's also a cause and effect activity. Toys um, in present day have a lot of cause and effect elements to them. So that's anytime you have a toy that has buttons that you can push that will play music or flashlights or um, make something move. Those are all cause and effect. I've seen a couple of little remote control uh, dogs and other stuffed animals that when you push the button, it makes the dog go or it makes a, a, a puppy jump or Elmo you know, moves or things like that. Those are all cause and effect toys as well. Um, that Kids are learning to use their smell and their taste and their touch to explore those toys. Um, and then they, work, they realize how those toys affect the world around them as well. Then the next stage of play is called constructive play. And that's learning how to put things together. It's more exploratory to knock down a tower of blocks. When you're in constructive play, you're actually starting to put those blocks together. 
the other one that kind of uh, runs across exploratory and constructive is filling and dumping is what we call it. Basically, kids get a container and they put a bunch of things in and then they want to dump them all out. So this can be one of those stages of play where parents can get kind of frustrated because they think, wait, well, we, we just learned how to clean it up. We were, I was really excited that he put all of the blocks in the container and then he dumped them all out again. What's that about? Well, that's actually a stage of play that kids can get into where they are um, just filling up things and dumping them out. Constructive play can help kids get introductions to concepts like big and small, like they're making a big tower or they're making a little tower or um, they're putting things on top and in. And usually they're hearing um, the names of colors. A next uh, stage of, of play that kids go through under three is pretend play. Now, pretend play is a little tricky. I do see a lot of kiddos whose parents say they just they're not really interested in babies or stuffed animals or things like that. Well, the reason why it's important to try real basic pretend play with your 18 to 36 month children is because when you see how kids interact with stuffed animals or dolls or figurines, you're getting to see how they view representations of humans interacting with each other in the world, okay? So um, when we see a, a, per, a child pretend to feed a, a stuffed animal or a figurine, then you know that they're understanding that that happens in their life. They've seen maybe their mom try to feed them or their dad feed a little brother or sister. And, and that is a really crucial, important thing to notice. Are they understanding and seeing uh, other people do things in their life and trying to act it out? Uh, because that tells you how much they're actually paying attention to what's going on around them with other people. Pretend play also helps them to learn to use their gestures or language to get the things they want. Um, and it's also a first stage of turn-taking or back-and-forth play with others or with a stuffed animal or doll. So then there's games with rules, and that's really more for kids who are a little older. It's rare to find a type of game, like a game with a lot of rules, uh, that you can play with a kiddo who's under three years old. Um, so I'm going to leave that out for the most part. But the beginning of a game of, of, with a rule might be rolling a ball back and forth or trying to get a ball into a hoop or... Um, Maybe running a car down a ramp and saying yay when you get the car down at the bottom of the ramp. So one of the things I've noticed with kiddos that aren't using as much language is sometimes they play with toys that have cause and effect elements uh, rather than playing with the toy in the way it is meant to be played with. And um, I, I did a previous episode about toys that, that are boring versus those that make noise. Uh, I think it's important to check out how your child is playing with their toys. Are they in that cause and effect kind of more exploratory stage of play, which is the first way we play with toys? If they are, if they're using most of the toys that they engage with in a way of just pushing buttons and listening to noise or pushing buttons for the light effect that they have, then they may be playing at a more basic level, which also means that the language that they're going to be using is maybe a little more, um, a little simpler than what we would expect at their age. So one of the things I would definitely encourage parents to do if their child is mostly engaged in banging, scattering, uh, knocking down towers, mouthing, throwing, 
um, and more cause and effect things like pushing buttons on musical toys is to try to help enhance their skills. If the child is only knocking down block towers now, let's see if we can get your child to make a tower of three blocks just to start with until they're ready to make larger block towers. See if you can get your child to pretend to feed a stuffed animal if they're not doing that yet. Or see if you can get a child to complete a, a puzzle that's got five or six pieces. And maybe pick one that doesn't have sounds or, or um, lights because, again, they might be reducing that game to just more of a cause and effect game that's more exploratory than it is actually a constructive or higher level play scheme. So I just wanted to make you familiar with those stages of play um, and consider those stages when you're picking and choosing toys for your child. Going away from toys that have buttons that you push or lights that go off can help make the child focus on the true intent of that toy over the cause and effect nature of the sound effects and the lights. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.